0: Welcome to The Flock, a podcast about the parishioners of St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Goshen, Indiana. Now, join David Post as he talks with the people of St. John's about their faith and how they try to live it every day.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Flock. Tonight we are interviewing Jeff Hartzler. And before we get started, we're going to go to Brian and he's going to lead us in prayer. In
0: the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the wonderful weather here as we record this in the middle of November. We're just grateful for that. Grateful for the. I'm grateful for the uh, community that you've you've put me in. Um, I just am. Just feel so loved to to be able to know your body of Christ and the the church and um, just all the wonderful people there. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to help others get a chance to meet these other parishioners and get to know them better. We ask that you send your spirit upon David and Jeff tonight and that you just let them be open and talk about what you want to share And just help us get to grow closer together. And we thank you and we ask for your protection upon us and our families and our parish and our priests. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: All right, Mr. Hartzler. I did.
0: So, uh, if you don't mind, kind of start at the
1: beginning. Um, If you want to uh, just share with us where you're from and kind of your early life, and then we'll slowly work our way to the point where you've been attending St. John.
2: All right. Uh, Well, I was born here at the Goshen Hospital in 1973. All right. Uh, My parents uh, both moved to this area. They met at Goshen College. Oh, okay. Uh, So my my dad's from Ohio. My mom's Uh from Illinois. Okay. And uh, I grew up on County Road 42, just north of Fairfield High School. Okay. Uh, Attended Millersburg Elementary and Fairfield High School. Uh Uh-huh. And... uh, yeah and went to heston college uh, after high school okay uh, for aviation uh-huh. and that brought me back to the area to to work at the Goshen airport and nice. and uh, met my wife um, and she was Catholic, so I grew up mennonite, okay, okay, so um yeah she a was a little Catholic. bit different than- just, <laughs> just just a little bit, just a little bit, but uh but yeah we my, my I, I really credit my family for for my faith, yes, yeah. uh, we went to church every Sunday, and, yeah. and it was important to them and yeah, and uh, even when I was a, a teenager and uh. skipped Sunday school to go to McDonald's that kind of thing, so yeah I, I'd usually hear about that so um, so faith faith has always been important to me and to my family, and yeah, and uh, I didn't know much about the Catholic faith. Uh-huh. Uh, you Know all my relatives were Mennonite. Every okay. place we went to visit relatives were always Mennonite. We'd always go to a Mennonite uh, church uh-huh. for Sunday morning. Yep. Um, so in my worldview, uh, you know, the Mennonites were the majority, yeah, so, yeah, especially
1: around here. Yeah, I mean, you it, grow up in the ocean, that's yeah. what you
2: assume, so yeah. Um, so yeah, my wife was going to uh, Marquette University okay. in Milwaukee uh-huh. and got to know her there, and, and she introduced me to the Catholic faith, and okay, and um. Uh, yeah, we got married in in 1999. Okay, and started attending St. John's. So, okay, um, I knew we didn't want to go to two separate churches. Sure, and uh, I usually joke that uh, I wasn't a very good Mennonite, so I could <laughs> yeah, I could make a not very good Catholic, you know, just the same. But um, so, but th- thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I've improved a little bit from that. I still have room <laughs> for improvement. But. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So
1: take me back for a minute. Uh, where did you and your wife meet? I know you said get to know her. While at she was Marquette at Marquette. University, yes. So what were you doing at Marquette?
2: Well, uh, so I actually credit her grandfather and okay. her aunt for uh, putting us together. Okay. So I was flying for a Speedy Sample Corporation out of oh. Ligonair out of the Goshen Airport. Okay, And both of my wife's parents both worked there. Okay. Uh, her grandfather uh, was uh, had cancer at the Goshen Hospital. All right. And my boss asked me to fly to fly her dad and her sister to Milwaukee to pick her up and bring her back to visit her grandfather. Okay. So I did that, and um, about three days later, uh, they my boss asked me to fly her back Thank to Milwaukee. Okay. So and on that trip, her dad and her sister weren't along, so I had a little bit of chance to talk to her. Sure.
1: So, okay.
2: Um, and then I never actually met her grandfather, but he ended up passing away about okay. a week later. Okay. And uh, I flew back up by myself to pick her up and brought her home and sure. uh, um, talked to her a little bit and, and got up enough courage to ask her out. And wow. And, uh, and then I took her back to Milwaukee and then I kept going back to Milwaukee yeah. so, and nobody paid me to go back. After that, <laughs> so. And probably didn't get to fly either. Uh, you? Occasionally I did Casely? actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That works out pretty well. Yeah. Good. At that time I, I had a partnership in a, a small airplane and yeah. And I was able to go back and forth, but that's
1: uh, awesome. Wow. So get to know your wife mostly in a plane. That's how you guys, that's
2: how we kind of initially met, yeah. back
1: and forth. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty unique. And, for, I, th- I think you kind of have implied this, but if for those people that haven't put together all the pieces, you're a pilot. I am. And that's that's what you do full-time. Yep. And and flying's always been kind of a part of your family, correct?
2: Yeah. my uh, I, Actually, my dad has been a pilot since I was about a year and a half old. Okay. Um, I've got an uncle that's a pilot. Uh, actually, two uncles that are pilots. Uh, first cousin that's uh-huh. a pilot. And then some other second cousins that are pilots. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember you telling the story about going to visit family in Illinois, was it?
2: Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and you my... would,
1: the whole family would fly on the plane and land in the field, is that right?
2: Well, my my uh, uncle actually has a grass runway on his farm.
1: That's what it was, okay.
2: Yeah, so uh, I kind of grew up in the backseat of an airplane, yeah. uh, flying back and forth. We had relatives in Ohio and Illinois, uh-huh. and uh, it was about an hour, hour and 10-minute flight, and it was about a five-hour drive. <laughs>
1: Pretty easy choice so, for parents
2: yeah so um uh, but you know i i did that since i was a year and a half old yeah and i just assumed that was normal i didn't yeah. realize that you know most people have <laughs> don't have that opportunity <laughs> and uh yeah probably when i was 13 yeah uh, my dad actually sold out of his partnership okay. there were four guys that yeah. had owned a portion uh-huh. of the airplane uh to start his own business Okay. And uh, we started to have to drive all the time. So, <laughs> this is yeah, no and, good. <laughs> and honestly, prior to that, I didn't even really think about becoming a pilot that much. Wow. Uh, I actually thought uh, you know maybe a garbage truck driver would be a good good option. I yeah. like I like junk. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I uh, I decided that uh, yeah I didn't really want to drive. <laughs> it was
1: that transition back to the car. You're like this yeah, is yeah. this is for the birds. Yeah, it
2: t- took way too long. So yeah, I thought well maybe maybe I should learn how to fly. So that's
1: awesome. So.
2: Uh, what, what was that
1: process learning how to fly though? When did you get that started?
2: I uh, started when I was fifteen years old. Okay. So in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. Um, got my or I soloed my my the airplane on my sixteenth birthday. Oh which wow! By regulation, that's as as soon as you can solo. Let's do it. Okay. And you have to be seventeen to get a license to carry passengers. Okay. And, um So yeah, I, I rode my bicycle out to the airport to fly an airplane by myself before I had a driver's license. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again
1: under- that's a that's a unique thought just <laughs> got to take my bike over to yeah. fly an airplane <laughs> can't drive yet but I can fly that's pretty awesome um, so uh, going back to that process of coming into the Catholic Church um I'm assuming you went through the RCAA program, is that right?
2: I did, yes. Uh, not initially. Okay. Um, so we did our marriage prep. We did some of it uh, through Marquette University, and we did oh. some here at St. John's. Sure. Uh, got married in '99. Okay. And uh, really, you know, until we started having kids, yeah, uh, it wasn't a huge priority for yeah, me. You know, yeah, know, I showed I up get for mass on on yeah. Sunday, but you know, beyond that, I didn't. Uh, yeah. I wasn't involved in the parish or anything like that. Um, but when my wife became pregnant with our daughter, yeah. uh, you know, I, I started thinking, it's like, okay, now how are we going to explain to our children if I'm not part of the church? Sure. So, uh, I, I, um, my wife wanted me to, to do RCIA one yeah. year. Uh, this is actually the year before we mm-hmm. got pregnant and, uh, it was more of an excuse than anything, but you know, I, I was busy there was yeah, a lot yeah, going yeah, on. Sure. I'm not home to be able to make Thursday night meetings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um so I, I attended like one and then decided well maybe i'll do it later because sure. you know and then my, my wife got pregnant it's like yeah, okay yeah. i probably ought to at least yeah. do it and that was a really good experience okay so jim leatherman uh, oh okay a wonderful teacher yeah uh learned a lot about the church uh-huh. um and he was so excited about the way he he would uh, you know bring us the information every yeah. week and and a little quirky and kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a, a, a turning point uh-huh. there for me. So
1: no, when you went into RCIA, um, did you go any go within go in with any like preconceptions of what the Catholic Church was? Were, mm. did,
2: were you pretty open
1: to it, or were you well, kind of like I, eh, I did a little have, skeptical?
2: I had some preconceptions, uh, but my wife and I talked a lot about those okay. early on, and All right. we kind of settled most of that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just there's such a wealth of information that, you know, it's yeah. I was learning something new every every week. Yeah. So.
1: And I could be wrong, but I, I take you to be kind of a person that likes to learn new things and pick up new things and gather information. Is do, that fair yeah. to say? OK, so that was that probably helped and kind of learning about something completely different than you'd seen before. And mm-hmm. yeah, made it interesting. So um, once you started attending St. John's, you uh, were were you guys pretty active at the church early on or
2: we we weren't real active early on um in in fact i i remember it being kind of it was difficult in that stage to to meet people yeah um so we actually met most of the people that we we some people we still are friends with in the cry room you know small kids (laughs) that's
0: so so interesting (laughs)
2: yeah I, i mean that's that's where you know because uh, you know, there wasn't really a fellowship hall to, yeah, to yeah, yeah, meet yeah, people yeah. after church. Yeah, so. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, yeah. With the, our kids basically, you know, it was a, a, a common thread yeah, that brought sure. us together. And okay. Um, but yeah, and, and then uh, uh, so Father John Delaney. Uh uh-huh. um, he actually uh, married us in 1999. So uh-huh. we were the first wedding that he performed at St. John's. Oh, wow. Okay. And he baptized both of our kids.
1: All right.
2: And uh, yeah, it was one day in, in the cry room. Um, he came back after Mass and and uh, it, he was fairly influential. And, yeah. and he was the one that really kind of got us to start becoming involved in the okay. church. Uh, he recommended, uh, you know, possibly tithing. Oh, um, yeah. so you know, prior to that, you know, we'd give a little bit of money here and there, but yeah. you know, we we gave no real commitment to yeah. the church. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, and and Deacon Dave uh you know asked us to do some uh bishop's appeal. Oh, so yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we uh helped with the bishop's appeal for a couple of years. Sure? And and uh yeah, Steve Snyder asked us or asked me to be an usher. Oh, okay. So I am still doing that. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, I ushered this morning.
1: So. Nice. Continue with all that, uh, continue with that tradition of, uh, the ushering yes. <laughs> for many, many years.
2: That's been quite a while. Um,
1: any other big experiences that you had, um, at St. John's that, um, I don't know, kind of helped cement everything or, uh, kind of helped, um, connect you with the parish?
2: Uh, I mean, the, the, the a good friend core group that, yeah. that we met was, was nice, um, uh, yeah. Uh, rekindle the fire, uh, is, is always been something yeah. that, that I enjoy going to. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, our Christ Renews' Parish Program. Sure. Uh, back in, uh, I think it was 2012. Uh, yeah. And, th- and again, that, right. that was another thing that my wife was involved with, uh, uh, for a couple of years before I actually okay. got involved, even um, though I was asked many times to uh, attend. <laughs> but uh, again, I came up with excuses. Yeah. I was busy, whatever. But, uh, I think that's
1: a pretty common tale from yes, us guys. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah share, 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 the-
2: sharing our feelings isn't always <laughs> easy. So, right. But no, I, I uh, really enjoyed that experience. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was supposed to be on the group prior, and okay. I decided that I just didn't have time. Sure. And then uh, Brian Kreider um, asked me the following uh, the, six months later, sure. and I, he was a friend of mine, and I thought, well, I don't know that I can uh, say no to that. So,
1: <laughs> this one's going to be a little hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I did finally,
2: reluctantly say yes, But yeah. uh, but that was a very, I'd say it was definitely a turning point in my faith.
1: Nice. Yeah, I would I I would agree. We've we've talked about that quite a few different times, but and just again, kind of that um, opportunity to get to know more people. I think that was a big thing for me. Just prior to that, I had met a few people, but that helped introduce me to quite a few more people, and it was a lot easier to make connections. I felt like sure. after that. Um, so.
2: And you felt a connection with those people too.
1: Yes. It wasn't like an awkward, hey, I've never met you before. How are you doing? It was, yeah, people that you'd gotten to know a little bit. And Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier to talk to them and build a relationship from there. So definitely appreciate that. Um, So... um, Any other uh, activities or anything that you you currently do at St. John's? I know we talked about the ushering. Are there other things that you guys have gotten plugged into Um, over the years?
2: Well, my my wife's involved with the choir. Okay. Uh, I tried my hand at it, and uh, it was not for me, so... Um, it's okay. I mean that
1: that's that's what they asked for, right? <laughs>
2: give it a give it a try, see yep. how
1: it goes, and yeah, go from there. So
2: I'm I'm back at ushering, and I, it's like <laughs> I I can do that. I'm I'm pretty good at that, so that's nice.
1: <laughs> and you you've done some stuff with the building and grounds when they did that, right?
2: Uh, a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I remember helping to, to put the playground in. And, yeah. and we've had some landscaping and stuff like that that I've helped a little bit so, with. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you do stay pretty busy as a pilot. We were just talking that oh, beforehand. Yeah. yeah, very much and, so. And you're traveling what seven days a week? Uh, Not seven days a week. Yeah. five days a week. It, yeah.
2: It's. I mean, it varies. Sure. Um, you know, we'll have between you know three and five days a week that we're sure. actually flying. But.
1: Yeah, yeah. It gets. That's a lot of time away from home, and yeah, that make that can get pretty difficult. So, we we talked about this a little beforehand, but if you don't mind, uh, I just want to ask you if you'll talk a little bit about um, your experience with another parishioner at St. John's. Um, You got to know Bob Doolittle pretty well, correct? I did, yes. Okay. And uh, I just like this story um, that uh, you and another person, not a parishioner, uh, kind of took Bob under their wing and just kind of Took care of him so can you tell a little bit about how you get to know bob and sure and where that relationship went
2: yeah well, I, I i met bob probably oh seven or eight years ago um he was working at the the gun store uh, okay. which we had was a common interest of both of us yeah yeah, yeah. and uh so and I'd, I'd seen him at church before but i've never actually talked to him sure. prior to that yeah and then i think it was a, a christmas mass okay. uh i saw him there and i went up and, and said hi to him yeah and, and uh, we got to talking and, and he invited me to, to hunt out at his property. Oh, okay. So, you know, growing up uh, on the South side of Goshen, we lived on a one acre lot. I never had a place to hunt. Yeah. It was always a, an interest of mine, but it was just something I, I wasn't able to do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he invited me to go out and go rabbit hunting on his property. So I, I took him up on that and yeah. a couple of weeks later went out there and, and he showed me where I could hunt and, yeah. and just uh, kind of developed a a friendship
1: yeah absolutely yeah and then the other part of the story that i think is just amazing too is bob just met people you know in in his interactions in the community and he met someone at big r right
2: yes yeah yeah bob was not afraid to talk to people yes and, and bob liked to go to big r from what
1: i understand and someone that he met there uh, got to know him, and when Bob got to the point later in his life where it was he was having a hard time taking care of himself, that person took him into their house right yes, yeah a- and let let Bob live there and help take care of him and and you help facilitate some of those things like doctor's appointments and things like that for bob too correct
2: yes yeah yeah, yeah bob uh Bob passed away almost a year ago okay uh, at eighty three yeah and uh yeah he uh, um yeah, just made made uh a lot of different acquaintances and Amanda, yeah. she was great to yeah. to take him into her home. Yeah. Um yeah, he lived by himself. Uh, his wife Alice passed away right. I think 19 years earlier.
1: Okay.
2: Um so, you know, he 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 needed some uh, some friendship yeah. and yeah. and uh but yeah, he got to the point where he he didn't want to go into a home, yeah. a nursing home. Yeah. And yeah, Amanda was kind enough to take him into her own home. And, yeah. And I took him to some, he ended up uh, having, having some cancer sure. and took him some chemo appointments sure. and eye doctor appointments and yeah. talked to him on the phone a lot. So. That's what I remember. <laughs> he had some long, not
1: yeah. a decent amount of talking on the phone uh, yeah, just, just yeah. for Maybe an, an hour, an kind of day or so. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it trended up on deer season. You know, he was a big deer hunter and, yes. and we both enjoyed that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd go out to his house quite often and, and hunt for deer and, yeah. And spend a lot quite a bit of time with them so. yeah that's
1: awesome but I again I just, I just like uh, that story in the sense that you know we're called to reach out to those people that are in those situations and help them in whatever way we can and uh, you just a great example of that so I appreciate you for doing those types of things and you, you always have seemed just to be a very friendly person that is willing to go out and talk to people and meet people and I don't know. Always admired that about you. So thanks, Jim. Thank you. I think uh, we'll kind of wrap things up then. Uh, Usually at this point, I just ask if you have any prayer intentions uh, that you would like to share with the parish and then uh, we will close in a prayer.
2: All right. And uh, like to pray for my, my children as they uh, figure out their vocation in life. Uh, I'd like to pray for my wife, Allison. Um, She's uh, had some issues with long COVID, and, and she's improving, which is I, it's a yeah. huge blessing. But I'd like to ask for, you know, continued improvements. So. Absolutely, yes. and then probably my parents and my in laws uh, uh, for their health issues. So. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. Okay, let's go ahead and close in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, uh, we thank you for this opportunity to sit down and and talk to Jeff. Uh, we we thank you for his service to St. John's and uh, just his his welcoming spirit um, and um, just his dedication to his family and our community. Um, dear Lord, we we ask that you look out for Jeff's family. Uh, we we pray for his children that they can continue to discern their vocations. Um, please guide them. Um, and and just help them to make those difficult decisions uh, as they move into adulthood. We also ask that you uh, bless his wife Allison and help her with uh, some of the health issues that she's been having. Uh, just help the help the doctors identify how they can help her best and help her to continue to um, just improve. Her health and and feel better and also we asked uh, for blessings for uh, just parents and in-laws um uh, that they can uh, you know be in their best health and um have help with any uh, health issues that they are having finally lord we we ask that uh, you protect our parish community that uh, you keep us strong in our faith um, help these connections that uh, we're able to make, help them to help people in our parish um, feel more connected and to grow in their faith. We also ask that you bless our priests and all those uh, who work for St. John's, um, parish staff and teachers, just give them the strength to uh, do what they need to do and, and to build up our community. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Saint John the Evangelist, pray for us. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of The Flock, and we look forward to hearing from other guests in future weeks.